Consummate athletes seeks health, community, and adventure through movement. And here on the podcast, longtime endurance coach and kinesiologist Peter Glassford and author and cycling coach Molly Herford are helping you lead your best active, adventurous life. Every week, we talk with professional athletes, health and fitness experts, and of course, real-life consummate athletes. We're excited to have you along for the ride. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Consummate Athlete Podcast, here for another Friday quick hit episode. Peter, what's shaking? Well, there's been a lot of writing done on the Consummate Athlete website recently. I can't take a lot of the the kudos for that, but I will give kudos to you. We have the gift guides are up, several of them. There's ones for sort of like while you're chilling at home. There's ones for cyclists. There's all sorts of different gift guides. So if you want to check those out, we would appreciate that. Yeah, that's at consummateathlete.com. I just put up a runner one and then just sort of a... Uh, just a consummate athlete gift guide that's just sort of some of my favorites that don't really fall into necessarily like one specific category and we have ones that are we have stuff on there that's only a couple bucks we have stuff on there that's you know pricier but nothing, i don't think anything over 99 on any of our gift guides actually so i'm really excited about the running gift guide because i had this genius idea and i'm going to talk about it here because i really like it um so i was thinking about what to do for sort of you know your run crew so your friends that you run with but you don't necessarily want to splash out on like a new pair of running shoes or like an expensive running present right um so I was actually compiling a list of like my favorite snacks that I would use for like a stocking stuffer. And then I thought, you know, what would be genius would be if you got a few pairs of like nice running socks and then you actually like stuff them with some of these like new snacks. Um, so I have sort of some links to my favorite socks, but then also sort of my favorite snacks. And what I like about this is you can get, you know, 12 or 24 packs of most gels and goos and bars and all that kind of stuff. So you can actually like pretty easily make these for, you know, 10 running friends. I like that. That's like a quick sort of like you've almost put together a little gift. You've curated this. So you, you could do this with a cyclist maybe or a skier sock. You could do all sorts of different, probably a variety of different clothes. You could do like a toque or something, a wool hat, if you will. Yeah. And I like it because it gives people a chance to experiment with new gels and bars and flavors and stuff, you know, that you ne wouldn't necessarily buy on your own. So I put a few of our recent favorites in there. So definitely, yeah. Maybe you could tailor it to the person, you know, someone who's sweet. You could give them a sweet one and then someone who's, <laughs> I don't know. Peter, why don't you stick to, you stick to the coaching arm of okay, the consummate there you athlete. Go. So and, the, the, and then we also, the cross training post and podcast uh, has been going over well. So please check that out. There's 10 reasons you should cross train uh, peter says 10 he keeps adding to it day yes, to day there, uh, there is the 11th one is going up soon but we're it's 10 plus some bonus ideas and, and then we're welcome to feedback i like those conversations so feel free to reach out via twitter or instagram uh what are we up to today yeah, so I'm excited about today's guest. We have Mark White of Run Grateful. Uh, so they're doing this really cool thing for the month of December. They're doing a one grateful mile running challenge. So 31 days where you run one mile a day where you like during that mile, you think about just what you're grateful for. And it can be as simple as, you know, the great cup of coffee that you had this morning. I can't really say that this morning as my cup of coffee was not impressive. There was, there was two technically, but, um, but you know, just thinking about like one thing that you're grateful for. And I really like this because I, I like the idea of doing a challenge during December. It's the holidays. You have, you know, you have Vertmus, you have the festive 500, you have all of these really big challenges, but I actually really love that this is just one mile a day. You can walk it or you can run it. 
Um, you know, and it, it forces you to, you know, not just run, but also think about what you're grateful for. So it's kind of a moving meditation. You can do it with someone. We even talked about the idea of like, you know, running with your, your spouse or friend or sibling or whatever, and, you know, talking about a thing that you're grateful for during that mile. So mm. I don't know. I just feel like the, the mental and physical benefits of this are just so good. I like that. It's not, you know, especially if someone's is a runner i guess i suppose you could do this walking even you could do it in a variety of different ways but i like that it's not super extreme right like some of these things just get so you were telling me about something that was more meters of climbing than i think i've ever done in my life and i like to climb um you know in one month and it was just this like astronaut which to me i find almost stressful and that's the, the problem with some of these challenges is they get so stressful so what i like about this is it's almost like a discipline in how you know, for some people it might actually be like a little less even. I don't know what you do if you run more. I don't know if that still counts or what it is. Yeah. Well, he actually recommends stopping like after your mile and almost like restarting yourself on uh, your run. Okay. So you've, like, even if you just pause for like 30 seconds, which could be the time it takes to like pop in your headphones and put on your podcast or something. The other but, piece like, I do like is that, especially if you're a runner or a cyclist, this might be like a morning or whenever you fit it in, a lunchtime, just like quick mile, you know, just a warm up, a, a second workout, um, you know, that isn't super stressful, but as you say, is more in this mindfulness sort of category of just being really present with the run, you know, maybe even leaving the gadgets behind right maybe it's the same mile and it's sort of this odd like or, or interesting discipline right to just you know run that mile every day i really like it again it's not excessive it's not necessarily extreme but there's maybe a discipline in in just that that being present for the the one mile exactly so i'm gonna do it uh so we will i guess challenge all of you to do the same again walking i think i'm gonna open it up to walking i don't know if it's open to walking. it's open to okay. walking. okay so yeah i mean i think it's a great thing especially this time of year with all that's going on i think that idea of tying the meditation to our movement is maybe you know let's see what happens right if nothing else it's an experiment yeah the goal is to start the new year happy healthy and full of hope i think is sort of the, the main message and this is just such a yeah great simple way to get there so without further ado let's hear from the run grateful founder mark white okay so uh running back in 2010 give or take a few months around about that time anyway so not a great deal of time but you know good good amount of uh, years now that i've been deeply immersed in the world of running and uh and everything that that involves so so i've got into it because i wanted to give up cigarettes and uh and a close friend of mine also wanted to give up cigarettes and he suggested we got into running to help us um with that process and uh and yes that's kind of that was my entry in or the reason for getting into running and uh and i've stayed I've stayed around ever since. Awesome. It's so funny. I feel like there's two types of people as far as like who's into endurance sport in, in their older years. It's the people who were like super into it as kids. They started on cross country. <laughs> they were running since they were five years old. Uh, and then there's the people that I'm going to say are like you and me who got into yeah. it in their 20s and 30s that were trying to get away from an unhealthy lifestyle. So Completely. What, yeah. Uh how how did that process go? Was it hard at first, or did you just kind of quickly fall in love with it? No, far far from it. It's, it's uh, yeah, I wasn't an instant fan. Um, I had obviously a great deal of willingness to give up smoking, so that definitely kind of uh, yeah kept kept me uh, carrying on uh, because yeah, my instant relationship with, with it was. Yeah, I did, you know, it, it didn't. Uh, I didn't enjoy it or anything like that. And um, 
But the the friend of mine that we kind of involved in this journey together of giving up cigarettes, etc., he had he he was one of those that you just mentioned. You know, from an early age, he was into running. Uh, he kind of stopped running throughout his kind of teens and twenties, etc. Because uh, you know life happens at times. You just kind of fall out of the the routine and the hobbies of maybe uh, yeah you you were into when you were a bit younger. So anyway, he had experience of the, the value that re- uh, running brings. So he could kind of just delve into that pot uh, where I never had that experience. You know, growing up, I was never a runner, never done across countries and all that kind of stuff that you mentioned. So so there's a lot of trust in him. Um, and then one day when I was kind of, I was quite honest and open with him. I was just like, listen, I'm not too sure if this running thing is for me. Um, I'll get it. I understand it. It looks great. But maybe I'll just, you know, there's something else out there for me. And he just said a couple of words. He just said, uh, Mark, one day it's all like walking. Just keep on with it. Keep on going. And and that was enough for me. There was all of a sudden there was a shift mentally um, for me, and kind of my my relationship with running changed. And uh, and yeah, that's all that I kind of needed. And and, and that's it. It's, uh, I then grew to love it, and it's been absolutely life changing for me. Oh, I love that. It's funny. My sister had just gotten into running a few months ago and she messaged me a couple weeks back and she was just like, does running ever stop being terrible? And I was like, I mean, to be honest, like, not really. You just kind of, you just kind of grow to love the terribleness. It humbles you every time. Exactly. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. Lots of life lessons within running that, you know, in reflection is just brought so, so much value to to my everyday life really so um and yeah you don't initially think about that stuff but yeah i can identify with with your sister it doesn't ever get any easier in inverted commas but it all depends on how you know how, how you um um you you know uh running etc like that so yeah yeah absolutely um okay so you know as we were just kind of talking about the it changes how you think you started run grateful back in september how did that come about so, yeah, it's kind of just snowballed over these last few months and uh, it's been amazing. I never really, um, it sounds a bit of a contradiction, never really asked to be here, really, talking about Run Grateful with you. It's just, uh, I took on, there's a guy called Bo Miles, I don't know if you're familiar with him, he's a, he's a great character on YouTube, an Australian fellow and uh, he's, he's a videographer, a storyteller and uh uh, a friend of mine um, called called Danny, hi Danny. Uh, he mentioned about this challenge that he took on about doing a mile on the hour every hour for 24 hours. And uh, there was a few things I kind of uh, was going to be doing this year, running related, but COVID, you know, had an impact on everything that was postponed and, and all that kind of jazz. I imagine a lot of people uh, can can uh, can agree with me on. So I see this challenge and it felt realistic. Uh, I've never done a marathon before. So um, I just very spontaneously decided to take on this mile on the hour every hour. You, you also do a 5K. So collectively over the day, you do the marathon distance. Uh, but my spin on it was that I really wanted to dedicate every hour to someone or something I was grateful for. Gratitude is something that I've kind of been practicing for years and it's something I'm very passionate about. And it just kind of, I connect running with gratitude anyway. So it just felt like an ideal opportunity just to have a day really immersed in, in gratitude. You know, there's a lot going on in the world, um, always is, but, you know, 2020 has been particularly unique. So um, so we are, when I first took on this challenge, I shared on my social media about people and places and experiences. 
And then at the end of that 24-hour period, with all the feedback I was getting with, with how good I felt, I just felt like there was there was something here, you know. And 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 then just the days that followed, I was kind of curious in my mind about what what that looked like, what we could call it. Run Grateful was born, um, and then very quickly I understood that the 24-hour wasn't for everybody, you know. So that could just be something that we could do. Uh, but how could I make it more inclusive? How could we kind of grow this globally and connect, you know, the whole world through gratitude and running? Uh, two things I'm very passionate about. Um, so, yeah, we've just kind of done this Grateful Mile initiative where we just invite people to go and walk or run a mile, uh, tag us in uh, about what they're grateful for, what they're dedicating that, that mile to. And, um, and, yeah, let's see where, where we can go with it. And, and we are where we are. And, yeah, I'm really chuffed with overwhelmed really with yeah what, what's happened since i love that so much i really really like the idea of just going out and taking that like one mile to really be thinking mm-hmm. about something that you're grateful for instead of just going out and thinking like oh god when is this mile going to be over this is the worst thing ever yeah, no, it's powerful. It, is, it is powerful yeah yeah so i mean during that 24-hour experience uh, what how, how did that feel? Was there like a point at like mile, I don't know, or hour 12 where you're just like sobbing because you're you're feeling all of these emotions? I imagine that must be, at, or especially at like hour 20 when you've been up for 20 hours. <laughs> it must get really yeah. emotional. Yeah, no, it's very unique. I mean, I, it, just as a character, I'm quite up for stuff like that. I just I just felt like it was uh, yeah, just a great thing to do, very different, you know, just just the mind of how you can kind of just get your head around the, the miles, even for the more abled runners, in inverted commas, you know, to go out and maybe do a mile and then stop for a period of time, you might feel like you're eager to go out and do more, you know, and so just for, for a mindset point of view, just to stop and then go out again. And, you know, and, and my kind of relationship with time throughout that day was just took me by surprise because the hours come around really quick. You know, I was back within, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 minutes. And then, you had this period of time which I was dedicating to uh, the gratitude. So I was kind of writing posts and I was looking at old photos and I really kind of immersing myself in them thoughts and feelings that I had around this person or this experience. So by the time we got to hours 18, 19, um, I was just in it. You know, I was just I was just in the zone, for want of a better word, and just really. And you got to remember, and and I've got to remember this. I never entered it thinking of of any of this would happen as a consequence so my own personal experience in that day was just very uplifting and uh, I loved the running and I was kind of stretching and fun rolling in between because no matter how you do it you're still doing a marathon you know whether you're kind of going out there and doing it from start to finish or you know separating it into different hours so so I had to be aware of that I'm into ice baths and things of that nature so I jumped in the ice bath at like 1am um, I took my daughter with me. Well, I've got two daughters, and, and one of them come out with me at like 3 a.m. So there's lovely experiences like that that was kind of had within that day. So yeah, physically felt okay. Mentally was just on cloud nine, and um, and yeah, I've done it a few times since as well. So uh, and they've all been very unique in their own right. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna say better you than me. Like I would happily run a marathon, but the idea of doing that for 24 hours just sounds so much harder 
So much yeah. harder. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I would recommend it. You never know. Keep an open mind. Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> I'll maybe I'll try it. Um, but I'm definitely going to try the uh, the one grateful mile for the December streak. Okay, so yeah. so talk yes. me through this 31 day one grateful mile. What should people be doing? Yeah, no, we're we're chuffed to be doing this. So a bit of context behind this this streak is that a couple of times now, um, first one being in September, is we've done uh, weekends, you know, where we've just invited people, you know, from around the world to to go out and do that Grateful Mile, as as I've mentioned. And they've been really well received. You know, we've had like over 50 countries get involved and, you know, it's really growing to be a really meaningful um, thing to do. So, we're you know, the intention going into 2021 is to do more of these weekends. But then we just felt like speaking to a good friend of mine, Charlie Dark, over here in London. He's quite popular in the running scene as well, but loads of experience. He's the founder of Run Dem Crew, and, um, which is like a global uh, organisation as well. So he's in tune with everything that Run Grateful represents. you know. And we just talk and bat a few ideas around, you know, based on the weekend that we've created. And, and me, myself, was looking to embark on a streak. And so after this conversation, just like, listen, leading into 2021, you know, let's kind of walk into it, you know, as positively as we can. Let's have this streak. Let's get as many people involved. And um, and yeah, we can just start. It would be like an opportunity to reflect and to kind of tune into your own gratitude. You know, whatever year you've had, whatever circumstance or situation you found yourself in or, you know, it's just yeah, a good opportunity. Be consistent. You know, consistency, you probably know, as, as well, not just being a runner, just being a human being. You know, consistency is is really big. You know, if you're looking to form any kind of positive habits, whether that be from mindset or physically or whatever. Um, so, yeah, we opened it up. You know, I'm working closely with Liz, who's a, a huge support of uh, of me and, and Run Grateful. We just thought, yeah, let's invite everybody. And uh, we've had loads of people sign up and we're looking forward to doing it. We've got other bits uh, around the streak, which we're excited about sharing. So we've got conversations with people from around the world uh, on on Instagram TV and, and other bits and pieces we're doing. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good. And, and um, you know, realistic. I think you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation, you know, a mile is just that time, you know, you can take out of your day for you or you can choose to walk with a loved one or a friend and really just talk about what you're grateful for, you know, and just maybe connect on a on another level. Um, so it just felt realistic, yeah. And you can walk it as well. So although it's called Run Grateful, you know, we all start by walking. Um, and then if that leads on to you maybe taking up running or whatever, then fingers crossed, things like that will happen as a, as a consequence as well. Oh, I love that. Um, okay, so two follow-up questions. One is, uh, where should people sign up? What should people hashtag or follow or... How do they kind of stay involved and see everyone else doing this? So it's um, it's all for free, you know. So it's rungrateful.com. Just just go on there and you'll see two or three things that, that uh, we, we've done in the past as well, just to kind of give you a bit of a broader picture about who we are, what we do, while we're doing it, and just not hearing it from my mumbled mouth. So yeah, rungrateful.com is uh, it's to go and sign up for free. And then we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, One Grateful Run. And... Um, and yeah, so there's a bit more uh, detail there. And um, the hashtags is yeah, one grateful mile um, is a good go-to place to kind of see us and uh, to tag us in with what you're grateful for. 
And uh, assuming, obviously, everyone's on social media, which they're not. So if you do know people that are not on Instagram, you know, there is a world away from Instagram. I know. Um, then please just, you know, they're still more than welcome. As long as they kind of, you know, get an, get an insight into what we're about. You know, you haven't got to tag us in. As long as you can, you know, if we could spark that thought of, of gratitude with your own um, life, then, you know, that, that's kind of what, what we're after, really. But if you can share with us this positivity and create this web of of gratitude around the world then uh yeah that's that's a phenomenal um, outcome as well i love that um okay so now i have even uh, two more follow-ups on that uh one is uh you know i noticed we're talking about the big and the small things to be grateful for because i know you know when i started working with my gratitude journal that i try to do every day it's super mm-hmm. easy the first couple days because you're like mm-hmm that I'm healthy, that I love my husband, that I have a place to live. And then you kind of like run out of steam. Uh, So can you give us some advice on like actually how to figure out sort of what to think about during that mile? Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, everyone's on their own journey, you know, without sounding too too deep around it. So it is, you know, off off the shelf gratitude I suppose that that word just comes to mind I don't know why but like you said like there's a generic feel to gratitude around you know yeah house if we're lucky enough to have a house and um, and food on the table and loved ones etc which is incredible so so that is a good start and just to kind of you know be aware of that stuff Uh, every day is very healthy you know and we take these things for granted a lot of the times you know I know I do talking about myself so it's very very um yeah great to just start there and then you find with a lot of practices that once you delve a bit deeper once you get you know talk about consistency again then then all of a sudden like your perception changes of certain situations or you know different circumstances and that just opens up a door to to other things that you're grateful for you know because you see things through through new eyes you know for want of a better word so so it really is just you, you mentioned about pen to paper you know maybe journaling it you know Pen and paper is very powerful or just typing it on your iPhone notes or whatever. You know, as long as it's out of your mind, for me, it just becomes a bit more tangible and a bit more relatable there. Uh, and it is a springboard for for other, you know, it is a vehicle for different things in your life to kind of maybe focus on. And it is, it is a gateway to, to a lot more um, things in life, you know, whether that be a conversation you need to have for you know, a situation which is baffling you a little bit and you don't quite know what to do and you're just in that kind of noise of the world, as I call it, you know, what to do, when to do it, how to do it, who to do it with, you know, it's very harsh reality, you know, and it can be very overwhelming and make us anxious and all that kind of stuff. So so gratitude is a good kind of leveller, you know, just to bring us back and to reset. And, um, and so, yeah, tips is definitely pen to paper, be consistent, you know, and if you feel like you want a morning practice, but you, you feel like, you know, you, you haven't done it by mid-afternoon, you know, this isn't an opportunity to beat yourself up. You know, you can start your day at any time during the day. So um, so whatever way, you know, there isn't one of them things in life which you need to have high expectation around, you know, because this is here to bring balance. You know, it's not here to kind of kick us up the arse and, you know, and, uh, and, and beat, beat us up. You know, that's not what it's about. So, yeah, be kind to yourself. And uh, just be realistic with your approach. And, and even if you're kind of, you know, thinking about loads of things that you should be grateful for, but on that day, you're not feeling too great, you know, and you're like, actually, no, today I don't want to feel grateful. You know, just narrow it down to just a singular thing, you know, and just, just be happy with that. And uh, and then today's tomorrow's a new day, you know, so 
I went off. I went off on one there, so I apologise for that. <laughs> no, I love that, and I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the one thing you can always think about being grateful for when you're out and you're moving is the fact that you're out and you're moving. Like that alone yes. should be enough to kind of at least trick you into thinking like, oh well, you know, at least I'm moving outside. At least I can move and do this. So I think that's a good absolutely. Start to that's, start. A conversation. that's a conversation I have with my daughters. You know, I mean, they're 13 and 15 now, so they're young ladies, but you know, I. Just you took the words right out of my mouth because I say to them, you know, if they're, you know, they're teenagers and it's cold here in the UK. I don't know where you are in the world, but Canada. You know, so yes. <laughs> all right, that's even up a level from the UK, I think. So, but you know, the the dark nights are drawing in, and all, you know, the change of mood. You know, let alone with everything else that's going on as uh, as we've brought up. But they're like, oh, dad, you know, and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, listen, imagine all the people now that are on hospital beds or that can't move and can't get outside for whatever reason, some more drastic than others. Just think of them, how great, you know, how much would they love to be in your position now to go and do a mile? And, you know, and they're like, yeah, actually, do you know what? You're right. You know, so like you said, you know, we are lucky, you know, uh, a lot of us. So uh, and to have that in mind before you set off is, uh, yeah, is always a good, good start. So yeah awesome um and then the last tip i'd love to get from you is just like the run streak itself i mean i know we kind of said okay you can walk if you're not going to run but any tips for actually getting that done because i know you know the first five days let's say of any kind of streak are pretty easy you know you're excited you're motivated but what about day like 17 of this how do you (laughs) any tips for yeah just getting out the door well hopefully you've got enough kind of evidence in the previous days you know you, you've i find with a lot of kind of challenges or whatever you want to kind of frame it as um and this is goes into what i've you know we talk about some of the life lessons throughout running you know in i, I just attach it to life you know and, and and what happens you know not every day you you fancy going to do that mile not every day you fancy going to have that conversation or whatever it is related to so you do find there's a tipping point where you think, oh, do you know what? I'm here now. I might as well. Like, what's the alternative? So day 17, tomorrow's day 18, and all of a sudden I'm closer to the end, the end goal. Is it day 31, I think, in December, isn't it? 31 days, 30 days, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I find as you're halfway through, there's no turning back, you know. And like I said, this isn't. we're not positioning this as an unrealistic goal of, you know, the climbing up mountains or whatever, or, or a marathon. And even where you've got to do all that hard training and put in them hard miles, you know, this is just positioned as something realistic, you know, go out no matter where you are in the world, no matter what your reality, to find 10, 12, 15, 16 minutes out of your day, whether you want to walk it or run it. Um, so yeah, by the time you're uh, at day 17, 18, and you need uh, a bit of inspiration, maybe look at what you're grateful for. Uh, and also, hopefully, you know, with everybody else that's doing it in the wrong grateful community, you can kind of just have a little look at them hashtags and think that's why I'm doing it, because I can, you know, because I can. And uh, and I've signed up and I'm not going to I'm not going to not do it because uh, that just wouldn't be um, ideal. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah, so much. Do a mile on Christmas Day. I, yeah, actually, you know, my favorite thing in the world is doing like a couple miles in the morning on Christmas morning before mm-hmm. anyone really wakes up and you have some Christmas lights going and it's still dark and, you know, the neighborhood is yeah. yours. It's my like favorite time of year. So yeah. everyone should be doing that. Awesome. Have you ever attached like gratitude with running or mindfulness or things like that? Is it something that you've ever done or practiced or learned about? 
Yeah, it's actually interesting. We had a couple years ago, there was a woman who wrote a book called Mindful Running, Mackenzie Havy, and we had her on the podcast. And I that book was such a game changer for me where I realized I could actually pair sort of this meditative state and mm-hmm. gratefulness and mindfulness with my workout, mm-hmm. uh, which has been very helpful because I'm, I'm a... Um, fair weather meditator, we'll say. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've managed to do, I'm very proud of myself for the fact that I've done the gratitude journal for like every day for a couple of years now. So that oh, I, wow. have, I have dialed, but the yeah. meditation we're a little iffy on. So this, work in progress. yeah, it's always a work in progress, but I, I'm really excited to do this uh, one mile, stre- uh, the mile streak during December, really? because I think it'll actually force me to do 10 minutes of gratitude instead of my like 30 seconds of just like, Cute puppy, uh, good coffee, good yeah. breakfast. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, I'm looking forward to you joining us and being part of it. And we've connected now. So, yeah, with everything else we've got going on next year and beyond, uh, yeah, for you to yeah, bring your energy to that party is uh, yeah, it's much appreciated. So th- thank you for, for this. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. Okay, one more time for the listeners. Tell them where they can find this on the interwebs. Yeah, so rungrateful.com. And uh, run grateful run on, on our Instagram and um, and uh, Twitter and, and Facebook. So, but everything is kind of all the direct links on the on the little icons will be on the website. So that's that's the go to place. Rungrateful.com. Perfect, and we'll put that in the show notes. I'm grateful for you. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning into the Consummate Athlete Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or any of our past episodes, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us bring on, you know, great new guests. And yeah, we'd also love to hear from you. You can find us on the interwebs um, at consummateathlete.com, at consummateathlete on Instagram. uh, And I am at Molly J. Herford on Instagram and Twitter. And Peter is at Peter Glassford. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next week.